This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. How, how are games like, like last night? How do you, like as a player versus as a coach, which, which is harder to deal with, a game like last night as a player or a game last, like last night as a coach? I say more as a as a coach because as a player you you're you're in it right you can actually be on the floor to make that like physical impact um and that and that's what I obviously like I'd love to do especially being a point guard you're you're out there and you're trying to control as much as you can being a coach it's it's a little harder because you're you know you're trying to explain and try to get your point across and you're just hoping it kind of happens but uh, either way like it, I guess emotionally it's harder as as uh, a player but like physically it's like harder as a coach because you can't do it yeah now now the aftermath of something like that I always I think about like um you know how I was when I was a player right I only played college right so we playing 28 30 games or something like that we lose by, you know, one. It don't really matter if it's a blowout or it's a close game, but we lose a game in, in a frustrating fashion. And I'm, I'm just, you know, a mess for the next 24 to 48 hours. You know, I'm so frustrated. I'm bringing that into the next game or whatever. We hear so many times in the pros that, you know, okay, well, you know, you, you lost that one. Doesn't matter if it's one or 30, you lost and you move on to the next game because there's so many games. Is that kind of how? it goes in the pros or are there games like whether it's a, a close loss or a, a blowout loss that stick with you and go on to the next game? Or are you guys able to just kind of move on and move to the next game? It's, it's not that the feeling changes. It's just your approach that changes. So when you're in college, you don't have another game for probably another week. Mm. So a lot of it sits. And then when you go to practice, a lot of coaches make it sit and you're mm. like, sitting in it and sitting in it like like you talked about last night it wasn't our, our best performance but we have a game today so mm-hmm. it's one of those it's a it's a hard balance but you got to have that feeling it's like sit there because you don't want to feel it again yeah. but you have to be able to like really move on um we we talk about next play speed even in the game it's like a it's like another version of you don't agree with a call. Are you going to sit there and like yell at the ref while the other team's going to do a layup? Or are you going to go and get that stop? And maybe you can have a moment later, <laughs> dead ball to complain about it or talk to a ref about it. So it's just a different feeling. But I understand there was a difference for me when I went from college to pro to where, you know, we had lost like four games in a row professionally. And at Duke, I, I had lost four games in, in, in two years. 
<laughs> that was one to kick over trash cans. And I, <laughs> I really got another game tomorrow. So, um, yeah, the, the feeling is there. Yeah. It's just the approach is a little different. Yeah, you ain't kicking over a lot of trash cans when you go to Duke, man. That's, that's, that's for sure. Uh, what did film look like after a game last night? What's film look like for you guys? Um, it's, you know, after a game like that, it's hard. You know, you've played sports, so some games you just want to kind of like throw away. <laughs> some games you're just like, but um, no, it's, it's, it's not easy. You have to watch and you have to see certain things that we could improve on, be better at. Um, and sometimes you, you could just be off. It's an 82 game season and to think and expect that you're going to be on every single game um, and locked in every single game is, it's, it's really hard to, to do. Um, but we preach perfection, even though we know that that's impossible. So we try to hold the standard and show things. We do have an understanding that it, you know, some things just kind of happen, but um, we don't want to make it a trend. And we don't want to start slipping and slipping. So, um, no, a little bit of a longer film or film session, um, you know, conversations, uh, you know, talking about a lot of things. But, um, you know, we're just ready to jump back for that next game. That's the best thing is there's always another game. It's a long season. Job's not done, as people like to say. But how are you enjoying this season, man? Have you been able to, like, take, you know, a second and be like, this has been pretty fun, especially considering – uh, the rough season that you had last year with the squad, so much uncertainty during the season and the off season or whatever. And now you're back here and, and, and I don't know if you guys can really get a sense, but the city is on fire for the Sacramento Kings. How's this season been for you guys or for you personally? Well, I mean, I could say it's much more fun when you win, like, you know, plane rides, locker room, everything is so much more fun and lighter when you win. Um, so like, that that's a lot of fun. It's it's a lot of fun seeing guys, you know, continue to compete and and want to win and want to to come in and change the culture. Like, yeah, coaches come in and done a great job of of that. But you know, a lot of credit goes to the players in the locker room, most of it, because they all bought in and they wanted to change something here, and um, that's really special. As far as me and like sitting enjoying the night of the game yeah you can sit and enjoy it but i got another scout coming out <laughs> i have another game we have to keep pre preparing games in advance um to, to keep our guys ready uh so yeah like i said it's better when you win but you 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 don't get comfortable in it you just you got to keep focusing because after all-star it gets harder and playoffs it's an entirely new season so we're just taking it one game at a time Lindsay, you talk about preparing, and you know that uh, Terrence Davis is our guy, and he's a guy who has been ready at every turn. Like, he's had kind of a weird season where he's had, like, super high highs on national televisions, and then he's had some DMPs. But it's been pretty clear, especially over the last couple of games, he's always ready to play. And being at the arena so often to watch you guys work out, he your routine doesn't vary based on what happened the day before, like, how do you guys approach every day, not really knowing if he's going to get any minutes that night? Yeah, first I can say, uh, being in a position like that at times, it is not easy. It is not easy when your entire life you've been the one that they've kind of counted on and and any mistake you make, they play through it. It is not easy to be in his position. So for him to to want to be ready, to stay ready, to push through it, says a lot about him. It makes it very easy to work with him and to coach him. But that's the thing, 
it's consistency. When coach looks to put you in the game, you want to be someone that's reliable. You want to be someone that I just, there's no surprises. I know what he's going to do. You want him to be solid. And only thing they could do is either be solid or give you more. Like that is the goal. You want to be solid or you want to really boost this team up. We're not going down on anything. So we do everything where we do as much as we can to try to be consistent. You come ready to go. You pay attention during the game. What's going on? Like what's going on? How can you make an impact? What do you need to do? And he's been doing a good job of kind of focusing on that, being a good teammate and, and being ready. And when he's had, you know, opportunities to come in, he's done a great job. And he knows that, you know, sometimes it comes around more than others. And when you get that opportunity, uh, you know, you got to make the most of it and you have to be the most consistent you can be. And again, I have to say this, it is not easy mentally. It's not easy physically as a player to say, here's some few minutes, do something out of it. And no, in three minutes, and this this man will get like two assists, three rebounds and six points. That is that is huge in, in, in this that amount of time. So, um, no, I'm, I'm very proud of him and uh, just proud that he's just been ready. Yeah. No, I love TD, man. That's my guy for sure. Uh, it, it, just seeing him when he's ready to go and getting out there, whether he's played three minutes in the last four games or he played 27 minutes the night before, always ready to go, man. I I, I admire that approach. And, and like you said, it, it has to be something that's tough to deal with, um, not necessarily knowing if you're going to play or, you know, how much you're going to play or whatever the case may be and, and continuing to stay ready. It's professional. It's a, you know, you don't sign a contract saying, I have to play this amount of time or you have to play me this. It's, it's here you go. Sign your money, you sign your thing, and you go. And be able to do that, you have to be like the ultimate professional to do that. And he's he's been doing it. Do you have a dream job? Do I have a dream job? I probably have several dream jobs, but right now, yeah, I I want to see how far this goes in the NBA to be a head coach. Why not? Mm -hmm. uh, people. It, it's never happened, as we all know. And are people ready for it? Like come on, we live in the world that we still have first of everything. We live in a world that people of color are still the minority in certain things. So there, there have to be a first in anything, even for me to get to where I am. So uh, why not? I'm learning just like everyone is now, just like everyone has before me. I, has the, I have the resume as far as a, a player to understand that part. I have great relationships and uh, I'm learning from some of the, some of the best coaches in the world. Um, so it's, it's, I always say it's not, you know, really what I want to do on this. It's what people who have the decisions, how ready are they? How mm -hmm. open are, are they for, for, you know, giving different opportunities? Yeah. And, and how, how close do you think we are to something like that? Cause I, I can remember, you know, you got, you know, Becky Hammond, she's, she's obviously like the most famous person on pop staff and that was a big deal but now you know i look at yourself and and i look at uh teresa witherspoon in in new orleans and what she was able to do and i know me personally i look at it as just it's just coach harding it's not oh the former the women's coach on the men i just that's, that's coach lindsey harding she's good at what she does coach Spoon, she's good at what she does are we close to maybe the ownership and the decision makers looking at it the same way as like, that's just a good coach. That's not a women's coach in a men's league or nothing like that. This is a good coach. I think for some teams it is. And I think for other teams, it's really foreign. 
I mean, our organization has had, I'm not the first woman, I'm the third, I believe, that has been through this organization. So having a woman who's able to coach and great, it's been normal here. Um, there's still a lot of teams that have never had um, a female coach. And I, and I hate saying a female coach, but like they've never, they, they've never. And some don't understand if there's a different dynamic. They don't, they just don't understand. So I think the more you are just open and exposed and want a little more diversity on your staff, then you'll have a different mindset of things. But I think a lot of people are like, why not? But it's just like everything. I feel like timing is everything. And I don't know what it looks like, right? I don't know what that timing looks like because we haven't had it. You talked about Becky and how there was like a little momentum because there was a lot of like pub around it. But you talk about like these owners, like, you know, do all these owners know who I am? Probably not. Have they heard of me? Maybe you know? And so it's, it's, how do you get on that radar? How do you get that? And so for me, it's just getting more and more experience, being very good at your job. And I tell you, word of mouth is, is more than any news article, any other publication or TV, you know, Woj can say whatever he wants. And it's amazing. But like people create relationships in this business. And when you have someone that has a great relationship with you, and a decision maker, it can bring two beautiful things together. So for me, it's just doing my job, being who I am. And like I said, just word of mouth and, and trying to have a great reputation throughout this this journey. Well, I think you got all of those things. I hope we're, we take you know steps closer. There are still teams like there's a team that surprises me. when I think about it all the time. They've never had a woman on their staff. I know what you say, but you say it. I'm not going to say it. You say it. Golden State. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Golden State, like everyone said, and I, I mean, I respect, you know, Steve Kerr and the organization, like the whole thing, but they're really lacking in this. And, you know, part of it, it, it it's word of mouth, it's knowing people and all of that stuff. But a lot of it, too, Lindsay, is opportunity. Like if women aren't given these opportunities in the league, they don't get the opportunities to establish those relationships. Like, like I'll, I'll, I'll speak like Brad really believed in Kara. That's why she had that opportunity in Boston. Like Brad really, really believed in her. But that's that's exactly what Lindsay was talking about. Like that's relationship stuff right there. Well, it is. It is. And, I, you know, I don't fault anybody like what I mean, fault like you don't you can't hire who you don't know right. and understand. Don't hire me because I'm a woman. Mm -hmm. And I, I can respect the fact that teams have not hired women just because they're women. So. Mm -hmm. Some of these teams are on on that, I, and I respect that because we're not here just to fill, fill a space and, and, and check a box. If you know someone, have a relationship with someone, they can do the job, you respect them, they happen to be a woman, like that's the way you go. So I always say, how can you hire someone you don't know? I don't know how that works. Like part of it is even me trying to meet as many people as possible as I can. Um, but a lot of women who wanna do this, need to come to spaces where decision makers are, whether it's a summer league, whether it's an NBA all-star, whether it's certain, certain games and, and, and trying to just meet people. You'd be surprised at just sending people messages, having your agent connect with them. You know, a lot of these men take your, they take your phone calls. They, they, they take it. And now it's such a push for, and I don't want to say just women, just like diversity. It's a push for it. And I believe we have done a great job at it. They're not afraid of it. It's, it's just putting yourself out there, but 
What I'm looking for is real responsibility, which I am getting under Coach Brown, which I've got in the past. I don't want to be just hired for anything. So it's not just hiring a woman that you kind of know, don't know. You're given major responsibility to someone, man or woman, that you may not know. That is why the relationships are so important because, you know, Coach Brown will look at you at everything and say, like, what do you think on this? Because this was your scout and you better come with the proof to, to give it to them. So um, these are major jobs and these are very difficult jobs to get for anybody, man, woman, any race. These are very difficult jobs to get. So, um, yeah, I kind of went on a tangent there, but uh, the relationships are, are huge. Hey, Lindsay, I want to ask you something while I got you here. When when Becky Hammond was um, considered for the job, she was the name that was put out a lot of times for NBA jobs. And then she ended up going to the Las Vegas Aces. I looked at it as I, I would love for Becky, you, Teaspoon, anybody to be the head coach of an NBA team. I, I, I think that would be phenomenal, well-deserved, and things of that nature. But also, I love the WNBA. I really enjoy that league. And I looked at it as a situation as Becky going to the WNBA helps that league elevate. You know, when you get established coaches and, and people as good as Becky Hammond, as good as yourself, who are able to go to the WNBA, that helps bolster the profile of that league as well. Do, do you kind of see it this, the same way where, say, you did get a job in the WNBA and that, that just helps, not that it needs to be solidified. I'm looking for the right word, but it just – it just adds to the star prestige. Power. Yeah, it adds to the star power and the prestige of a of a league that that's on the uptick right now. It's professional basketball league. It's the best players in the world. I thought that that was an amazing opportunity for her. And you know, let's be real, it's not as long as the NBA season. <laughs> so you have a have a lot more of, of I would say a little bit more of a life. And you know, let's just be they they took care of her. She was able to hire who she wanted to hire. And you know what? She won. She did an amazing job. I think um, it's definitely a, a destination. And I, I would like to see more former players get opportunities to grow through the, through the W. Um, I, through my personal journey, I have never been called by a WNBA team to be an assistant to be any coach, but I've had my phone ring off the hook from NBA teams. Mm. And I just, it, and I'm just being real on what it is. So for me, I think that is outstanding for her to go showing that. Um, I know Teresa Weatherspoon has been very open and even more vocal about the WNBA. Mm. And, you know, I can't speak on her, but I think we have similar experiences in that so yeah i would love to see more women in the w i would love to see more ownership in the w to come come back for us right mm -hmm. and i'd love to see the same opportunities in the nba because in the end it is it is basketball it, it's it's all basketball Yo, you know, I've been president of your fan club since like 2006. So we'll keep I've singing your praises. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll keep singing your praises uh, as long as we can. Um, but you got a game today. Uh, go take care of business uh, tonight against Houston and just know we appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever 
or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 